1: V.A. is also, I'm a fan of him. How much motivation was it for him to take this team at least as far or further than Nathan Rourke did? I, I think V.A.'s had an outstanding year. Sure, there have been some 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 ups and downs, but overall, he put together a fantastic year. He's a very dangerous guy to defend. If he can play the way that he played on Saturday in Winnipeg on Saturday, he's going to make things very interesting. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Yes, it certainly is. Welcome to the RP Show. It's hot, hot, hot daytime sports talk, and we're glad to be with you. It's great to be here in this business. It's great to be anywhere. Live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. I am in the South Florida studio, and as I learned this morning, will be for quite a while. Darren Moose DuPont is in Vancouver, and he'll be there for a while hi moose give me a vancouver report it sounds like you're having just a lovely time out there on the west coast
2: well yeah now we've started uh, we've settled in we've got a little bit of the prep for the hardy cup out of the way and now we're starting to think about actually being tourists for a day or two so you know we've opened it up for suggestions grouse mountain you know granville island the capilano bridge it's all coming into the equation so we're trying to map out. One thing to do, but it uh, looks like it's raining all day today. So that'll be a fact. Ah,
1: as a very typical Vancouver thing. David Letterman's favorite city in North America. Vancouver, BC, that's where Moose is. Um, Hey, I just want to say this for the legions of new viewers and listeners that we have, because they're coming in all the time. Just this morning, I was on the phone with a lawyer And uh, he says, oh, so you're on Canadian television. What do you you talk about on there every day? I said, Canadian sports. What's important to Canadian sports fans like the National Hockey League and the Canadian Football League and our Canadian pro teams and the NBA and uh, Major League Baseball. We do talk NFL. He says, oh, I'll I'll have to check you out. So that's what we do if that got lost in the shuffle anywhere. Coming up on the program today, Jock Wilson from QR Calgary. Is he in hour one or two, Clark? He's in one. Okay. And Andy McNamara, sports betting expert, Cleveland Browns podcast host. He's in hour two. And boom. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? And we'll go. Thank you. Hoorah i love this time of year yeah buddy we're gonna open with nhl leftovers from tuesday night just a sentence or two on some highlighted games last night not all of them anthony duclair had a goal and a helper and the san jose sharks beat the philadelphia flyers 2-1 to snap an 11-game losing streak that equaled the longest start to a season in NHL history. In New York, Vincent Trochak scored twice and Chris Kreider and Artemi Panarin each had a goal and a helper as the New York Rangers down Detroit 5-3. In Montreal, a game that I watched, Nikita Kucherov had a goal and an assist in Tampa Bay's 5-3 victory over Montreal. Matt Tompkins made 22 saves in his third career start to earn his first NHL win. Cooch has 11 points in his past three games. We've got a lot of Florida hockey fans saying we need more lightning talk. More lightning talk on the Cats and Bolts podcast, which we'll do later on today. And by the way, Serena and I had a long talk yesterday there, and you might want to know. She makes no apologies for anything she said on that show and does not apologize for any hurt feelings. Not that that needed to be repeated to me, but it's out there. Yeah, but (laughs) for any of the viewers, just so we're clear... No apology. Hasta la vista. No bueno from Serena Don. In St. Louis, Kyle Conner scored twice, and Mark Scheifele added a goal and an assist to help Winnipeg beat St. Louis 5-2. Neil Pionk and Cole Perfetti also scored. Alex Ayafalo had four assists. Connor Hellebuck made 20 saves. Everything's great in Winnipeg, except we're not winning by enough. I actually heard that. Oh boy! And where I want to uh, drop anchor for a second is in is in Calgary, where Blake Coleman scored one of Calgary's three goals in the third for a 4-2 comeback Flames victory over the Nashville Predators. Dylan Dubé, Noah Hannafin, and Nazem Kadri into an empty net also scored for the Flames. Jacob Markstrom made 17 stops to snap his seven-game winless skid. Juicy Sorrows had 35 saves in the loss. Now, what the score sheet doesn't tell you, or even a lovely Canadian press story. Is that Jonathan Huberdo got benched for the third period. Flame star Ten and a half million a year benched for the third period. And this morning, like every morning, I'm rowing to the oldies, rowing 7,500 meters, listening to NHL radio, and all they talked about was. Jonathan Huberdeau being benched for the third period. And frankly, it was a fantastic conversation. It was my boyfriend, Mike Johnson of TSN, along with Gord Stellick. And they said, he's got a no-movement clause. He can't be traded. He can't be sent down to the minors. They can't do anything with Jonathan Huberdeau. And um, you're, out, you're sitting there in Canada. Before I give my thoughts on this whole mess, what are you seeing on it? How much time is being devoted to it where you are?
2: yeah enough for sure it, it was the big story like it wasn't about the game or the flames winning it was about Hubie being sat down for the third and you know you got to trust that ryan husk is pushing the right buttons or, or trying to figure it out and and do what he thinks is best he's got to find a way to get huberto either engaged or they have to move on you talk about it's a tough tough guy to move because of the no movement clause big tap hit and all the rest like it's a really tough guy to move. Um, and I know to entice somebody to maybe take on that salary, you're going to have to give up some draft capital. It's, it's, it's tough. And you feel for him because they kept showing him on the bench, right? And his head's down. And you could see him, like, making moves, that sh- the frustration, right? And, geez, a guy like that, it wasn't so long ago that he was uh, everything in, in Florida. And now he's, you know, not loving life. I can't
1: imagine. Well, it looked like he was in utter agony. And when I listen to this, about 15, 20 minutes in, whether it's a big topic on NHL radio or an NFL topic on ESPN, I kind of go one of two things. Either why am I listening to this or they're making too much of it because really what they were saying and uh, was that it was the seventh option. They've tried everything with Huberto to get it figured out. It's just not working. So what do you do? And I kind of wonder this. I wonder if they are making too much of it. Like to settle your differences and to move ahead, it would be nice to wake up the next morning like it never happened and have Huberto go back to being a winger on the top line and start fresh. And maybe in some markets you can do that and forget it ever happened. You addressed it. The coach talked about it in the news conference. I'm sure you had a post game meeting as to why it happened. Now today's a new day and we move forward. And it, that can happen in some places, but I'm not sure it can happen in Calgary at all. Is that even a reasonable expectation or something to try, do you think, that we can just move forward from here?
2: I don't know. Like when you look at markets like this, like Calgary and these major markets, when you struggle for so long and the fans turn on you and, and people kind of make up their mind, it's really hard to go back, right? It's really hard yeah. to go back. Um, He would have to, I don't know, go on some torrid pace of scoring and um, not only that, but then be a media darling and really win the city back over again. He's behind the eight ball. I don't know. Um, It's a tough thing to ask. Uh,
1: Yes. The text line is open, 902-518-3033. It's brought to you by our friends at Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers. Look at those. Oh, they're just so good when they hit your lips. 902-518-3033. Honestly, go check them out. And Rod Squad, our audience, help each other out as to where it is in your market. Here in South Florida, Total Wine, Beer, and Spirits has it all. And that's where I get mine. But it's at the Calgary Co-op Beer and Wine Store, Lakeview Fine Foods in Regina. So ask around and you'll find it. Everybody will get to the orders in a second, but God knows we spent enough time on them the last two days. Uh, Wayne in Victoria writes in and says, Rod, I'm not sure that could happen in any Canadian market. It's not just about hockey, it's about a relationship, a friendship, this and that. Can you know, it was yesterday. Can we move forward today? I'm just asking if it's even possible to do. I successful organizations and relationships can do that. I don't think that Calgary's successful in that. I mean, I to be honest, I didn't tell you or did I that when I watched Columbus the other night, I literally had to do a check the score sheet to see if Johnny Gaudreau played, and a lot of nights I got to check to see if Huberto played for the Flames, and what's the common denominator? It's not the players, it's Calgary. But we addressed that. And I'll say one last thing about Ryan Huska, the head coach who incidentally has a long relationship with Jonathan Huberto, coached him on the 2012 Team Canada World Junior Team, and I was the broadcaster. So we all know each other in this scenario. This ain't new. Ryan Huskett didn't just lay eyes on Huberto when he showed up last year in the Kachuk trade. But for Ryan, it's perfect. You bench your star, highest-paid guy, and then your team scores three goals and you win. It really shows who's got the power. And I kind of think Hubie probably even knows that judging by as you said his body language on the bench he wanted to be anywhere but there so maybe he needs to wave his no trade clause and get out of there because it clearly isn't like jordan s writes in and says us flames fans want huberto to succeed so bad i know right i think we all do It's just not happening. And Darren mentioned it. He was the longest-serving Panther here, was the career leader in games played. That record just fell, courtesy Alexander Barkov. The other night surpassed him in Detroit. It's not good times for Jonathan Huberto. Jackie writes in and says, in my opinion, if the Flames had lost last night, it would have made sense to just put Hubie on the ice in the next game and pretend nothing happened. But after winning, it could be hard now. Well, he does different things, by the way. Here in Florida, I watched him really closely. He just zinged up and down the wing. Zing, 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 zing. And around the net, he was making plays. He was an all-star. And in Calgary, what I see is he keeps turning the puck over between the blue lines. And I'm like, why is he even carrying the puck between the blue lines? Let somebody else do that. Just let him keep zing, 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 zinging and turn them loose around the opposition net. What do you think, Darren? Is that a reasonable expectation? I'm sorry that you're playing Dr. Phil on daytime television today, but we're trying to find the answer.
2: Okay. No, I, I agree. And <coughs> excuse me. Here's something else to remember, okay? So let's not make this a crap on Calgary. Calgary's a terrible hockey place to play um, exclusively because you brought up Johnny Goodrow, and you can't find him with the GPS or the sonar, and Columbus a lot of nights, but yet in Calgary, he had a lot of success. He became Johnny Hockey, right, coming out of the NCAA and into Calgary. So Calgary worked for Johnny Hockey, right? So I think it's about situation, and apply that to your life, apply that to whatever you're in. Certain situations work better for different people, for certain people, and people have success in different situations. So Calgary is a great fit for some people, and it's a bad fit for others. Columbus the, there. So you took it. Huberdeau sure. and Goudreau. It's the complete opposite. Goudreau loved it and played well. Huberto not so much.
1: Why is Elias Lindholm flourished there? Why is Michael Backlund the longest serving flame and doesn't want to leave? So, yes, it's, it's not. I get totally what you're saying. And by the way, Ron uh, writes in from Calgary on 403. He says, it's not like it's the first time a star player has been sat. It's okay and Huberto will bounce back in a good way. That's kind of what I've been trying to say, but he said it far better than me. Basically what I'm saying is, is there any chance this is being blown way too far out of proportion by everybody and here's us spending 10 minutes on it. So we will move on. Thank you. I will tell the audience, please be patient. We'll get to all your topics. I wanna spend way more time in the next segment on the Canadian Football League because as that lawyer said this morning what do you talk about on your Canadian sports talk show on television up there he's here in South Florida I said we talk about Canadian sports what Canadians care about I found it's not the same as what Americans care about and that's also fine National Hockey League we're big on we're big on the NFL at times and really big on the Canadian Football League which is my second point will spend more time on this next segment, but it's division final Saturday, and maybe now would be a great time to tell you what the poll question is today for Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence, knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. The question is, what is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League? And there are only two conference final playoff games this saturday and it's funny because bomber boy in calgary writes in and says i swear i'm not biased but the west final is easily the game of the week maybe it is to you but i could give you a lot of reasons like i was reading the game notes today and those sneaky devils at the cfl headquarters darren they're teasing us. They're sending out the game notes for each game on separate days. So now i got to wait till tomorrow. But today I read the East final game notes. And, damn it, a team quarterback, by God, couldn't beat the Toronto Argonauts based by what I read in the game notes. <laughs> They're plus 27 in the uh, turnover ratio, which is a franchise record. You know they've won 16 games, which is a franchise record. I'll be honest, this is a real big problem the CFL has. It's the third straight year the division finals have been played in Toronto and Winnipeg. That is a problem. Agree or disagree?
2: It is. Not for those markets. I mean, if you want to get Toronto moving, they've sold a lot of tickets, 24,000 or whatever it is. Great. That's all really good. But I agree. I think the more markets you can engage in have hosting playoff games, the better. The more parity in the league, the better. Um, Yeah, so it is. It's it's a problem to an extent.
1: In retrospect, the closest thing to God quarterbacking the Alouettes is Cody Fajardo. But (laughs) the the point spread is 9.5 points. Last I looked at Bet Regal, the question isn't, is Montreal going to win? It's, can they beat the spread? When we come back, we'll talk more about this game, the West Final. Jen has entered the chat and she wants to talk about Jack Campbell being placed on waivers. And yeah, we got to do that. We got to talk about that. I've just got written down NFL notes. So whatever you would like to talk about with the National Football League, Darren, we'll do that. Bring in some audience. We got Jock Wilson and Andy McNamara on the way. We are live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Okay, guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years, not just your typical clipper. Its contoured design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it, we don't want to admit it, but it's a fact. Just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code Show. All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code VRPSHOW and get them all in one package. The promo code VRPSHOW gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code VRPSHOW. You can thank me later. Hey everybody welcome back you showed up just in time we're talking sports on your favorite daytime sports talk show live across all of canada on game plus tv and in 31 u.s states as you see on the flags here in south florida dougie is it beautiful about plus 30 celsius today i think that's high 80s i gotta stay out of the comments they are in a way annoying me uh, Moose is in Vancouver. Where, where was I? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're talking about God quarterbacking the uh, Toronto, Oregon, or the Montreal Alouettes. I'm, I'm very excited for the game, both of them on Saturday. I'm trying to map out my weekend. As you know, it's one day at a time. What do we got here? We got the Carolina Hurricanes coming Friday night. Oh, shh. Sh- tiki-fiki. Cardinal Gibbons High School is home in a playoff game Friday night. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, that? I gotta make a decision. I'll yeah, I'll probably go to the Cardinal Gibbons game. That's my guy, coach DeBucks' team. And Connor Bedard is coming on Sunday. We've only been talking about it for months. Connor Bedard coming. In. By the way, 11 games played. I got it written down here because we're taping cats and bolts later. I get 11 games played. Uh, seven points minus eight. Connor Bedard for Calder or not? What do you think?
2: is you're right there at the end of the day um at the end of the i'll say yes Honor
1: bedard for the call buffalo bill writes in 902-518-3033 the sober carpenter text line you're very attractive was the line he uttered in a casino in calgary to one of the servers and we all ducked under the table it was very uncomfortable Buffalo Bill says, greetings and no hallucinations (laughs) from oil country. Big question regarding sign stealing slash sharing. Where is the line with all the players and staff movement? How a a secret can be kept in sports or business? Is this reeve search and development? Rip off and duplicate? Well... That's why companies now change their passwords to their social media accounts. They change the terminology to those secrets. Uh, To be honest, I don't know how this came up the other day. And I don't know why it did or why I didn't take it further down the road with regards to trades. We could do a fun show someday about in-season trades. Like I remember when we were with PA, when I was the voice of the Raiders, we got Jared Bednar in a trade. I'll never forget. I was sitting two seats behind the door, door side of the bus. Donnie Clark was in the front, and Jared Bednar got on. You know know the feeling. Uh, He had his bag over his shoulder and two sticks. In retrospect, I don't know why they weren't putting it under the bus, but whatever. And he had what we called in the 90s a mushroom cut. Are you familiar with a mushroom haircut? I had one. Yeah, that's what Bednar had. Yeah, everybody did in the 90s, including Jared Bednar. And I thought, how awkward it must be for him, you know, to get on this bus and have to go up and down the aisle and introduce himself to everybody. But that's just the way that it goes. And Billy Lindsey, one of my two best friends, I can't say he's my new bestie because Chris from the Bronx has got very upset that he thought he might have been replaced. But... Bill said he got traded, I think it was Florida to Montreal, and the, the Panthers were playing at Montreal that night. So he literally just picked up his bag in one room, walked across the hall, set it down in the other, and then played that night. There's a lot of really cool stories like that. You know any? Yeah, that's, that's pretty
2: neat. Do I know any? No. Um, you know, but I've heard some where guys, similar thing, guys get traded and they're on a road trip and they literally get, yeah, get off one bus and walk into another bus. You know, as the two buses are in the parking lot, traded after, after a game's over or during a game or before a game, and uh, you're off one bus and into the next. You don't know where to sit. You don't know who to sit with. You don't know if you should take your shoes off or leave them on because everybody's got different bus etiquette. Um, that's how it goes. That's hockey. Of it's course.
1: In a, in a way, in a way, it's slightly traumatic. Like it, it, I, And I would say slightly traumatic. It's not like other forms of trauma but it the definition of trauma is anything that your mind any set of circumstances your mind cannot process and that's kind of in a way what that is and uh, to be honest we're getting a little off track here but that's okay i don't care it's my show we can do whatever i want uh, Sean Simpson, we've been talking a lot about Sean Simpson, um, fired at TSN Radio Ottawa. He's a hockey guy, pro, former pro goalie, and he's just been lighting the senators on fire on his Twitter. And then he started a show this week, and I'm finding it thoroughly entertaining. It's kind of making me realize that I can do the same it is fine. But people have written him and said, aren't you being kind of hard on the senators? Aren't you kind of being hard on the head coach, DJ Smith? And he's like, welcome to pro sports, is my point, Darren. You're saying, you know, do, where do I sit? Who do I talk to? What's the etiquette? It's, I, I, I guess if you go to a new lunch room at the local Crown Corporation, you'd go through that a little bit. But, like, I think about it, when I was fired by CFL.ca, a literal $100-a-month job. I remember my daughter coming home from school and saying, Dad, did you get fired by the CFL? That's what they were talking about on the playground today. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, but it's not going to affect whether we have supper tonight or not. But that's the difference between pro sports and public life versus, because it's, hey, people lose their jobs all the time. We're not special. But the whole world doesn't know about it when John, the mid-level manager at Sask Energy, loses his job. That's the difference. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Big time. I
2: completely get it. That's, you That's know, all. It's not just millions because you're the best in the world at playing the game. It's millions because you got to go through other things, too. You know, there's an element of danger pay in there, you know? My brother goes to work in the mine. He gets a little extra money because he might die. Right. And he might not come home. They got to deal with extra things. And you got to give up something to get something. You give up a little bit of your private life. You give up this. Everybody knows your business.
1: Yeah. I get it. Uh, It's funny, by the way. I don't want to spend a ton of time. I want to talk about the division finals in the CFL, not what's wrong with the Rough Riders. Um, Go to my commentary today for the daily thought on their head coach search but Betts in Regina writes in Betts on the Sober Carpenter text line 9025183033 Betty says regarding the riders it starts at the very top it'll be bad news until the board of directors can see that he is the problem knows F all about a football team and it shows How about this that? is from Bets says the Riders were always the class of the league, and without the Riders, there's no CFL. So there's a lot at stake. Just saying. That's from Bets in Regina. And that particular guy, literally, it's what, what Darren's saying. There's a, What's your number? What's your price? What are you willing to do? And, you know, he was trying to get me to go on the air and lie. And, by the way, sue me if you want, or try, because it's true. And everybody knows it. And I'm like, you're not paying me enough to do that. So I won't do it. So you're saying, would you have lied if he'd paid enough? I don't know, because they weren't willing to pay me enough. That's the point. I wasn't going to lie for them for the paltry sum. I was being paid to be the voice of the Rough Riders, but that's how they roll. So when I see that my reports on the coaching, who's being interviewed, who's going where, are being refuted by the team or by the public relations arm of the team, I'm like, well, they lie. So that's why i don't want to talk about it you're fighting somebody like a maskless assailant you know what i mean there's no integrity there's no whatever so back to the games kirk in toronto writes in and says uh, hey rod can the argos do with the 89 eskimos and the 07 patriots not do and win a championship having tied the greatest record in cfl nfl history i can't quite get my mind around what you're asking there because both the Patriots and Eskimos lost in the championship. I guess what you're saying is, can they win? Because those teams didn't. We're going to find out. They're... I'm cheering for Montreal. I'm all in. Viva le Montreal! Make some noise. But I don't think they're going to win. Do you?
2: I, I, I can't. I can't see. You know, I said this before. Paths to victory, right? I don't see a lot of paths to victory. I see some for the Alouettes. There are some paths to victory and things that can happen on the weekend that can get them into the Grey Cup, but there are very few, and there are a lot, a lot of paths for the uh, Toronto Argonauts into that Grey Cup. So I'm with you. I don't, I don't see it, but um, that's why we play these games because anything
1: can happen. Uh... John Ohm, ding, Ohm, says anybody watched the Ohio Bobcats and quarterback Curtis Rourke last night? Boring first half, sizzling second half, college ball. Boom. I watched it. It was on ESPN2. It wasn't a very good feed, technically. It was like they were broadcasting over the internet, which was a bit of a shock for ESPN2. I watched it. I thought Curtis looked good in Ohio 120-10. They're 7-3. It was another... We got to come up with a name. A Rourke back? How's that for a comeback by Curtis Rourke? A Rourke back. I saw him do it here in Boca against FAU. He did it last night in Buffalo. There was absolutely nobody there. Did you notice that, John? So I watched it, and I thought he looked very good. Thank you. He looks like he's not moving 100%, but he's still getting it done. He's still winning. Uh, Furthermore to the game notes. The Toronto Argonauts have not played a meaningless game in guess how many, sorry, a meaningful game in guess how many days? Because they wrapped up first in week 12. Guess how many days? Oh, my gosh.
2: Week 12. We're talking probably like, you know, 30 days.
1: 57 days, bruh. Woo! How about oh. how? 57 days since the Argos played a meaningful, a game that mattered. You know the feeling, right?
2: You know, you spend all winter on the couch, you know, and you're eating chips and you're watching the NFL and you're eating pizza every weekend. Then all of a sudden it's like, uh uh-oh, beach season. And that first day back into the gym after being out for three, four months.
1: Awful. Well, we're going to find out how good they are. I mean, I got a recovery coach friend in Montreal who's not Bob. He's another guy. You've never met him. But we talked about what we do in the recovery industry. This guy charges a very high retainer fee monthly, like a lot of money. Because I only pay on a, uh, sorry, I only get paid on an ad hoc basis for the most part. And I said, you're getting paid that much. How often do you actually work as a recovery coach? He goes, the fireman doesn't. Work all the time. Fireman sits around the fire hall until the alarm goes off. Oh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> if you can do it, great. You know, it's giving me something to, achieve, to strive for. But we have a slightly different clientele. Anyways, uh, Jason, sorry, yeah, Jason in red there says 56 days. bro, it's what was in the game notes. Keep it to your own show. John says, by the way, John Ohm, he says, wow, yeah, nobody in the stands on the televised side. Weird. Doesn't anybody go to football games on a Tuesday? Uh, I, I didn't even I don't care anymore about attendance. Have we made that clear? I don't care. I'm watching what's going on, on between the white lines or on the white stuff. I don't care i mean I, yeah i was the one that mentioned there was nobody there yes that's a good point but maybe tuesday nights aren't the best night to play mac conference football i don't know um i don't belabor it anyways <laughs> okay jason says no no i was guessing before you said it he guessed 56 days okay you're forgiven he's a good guy he gets my humor which isn't really that funny at all moose i'll see you an hour two okay you bet do yeah, that Sports Talk with Jock Jocko. Coming up next, Jock Wilson from QR Calgary. We got a lot to get down with with Jock when we return on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Guys, Manscaped has done it again. This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What'll they think of next? And right now, with the promo code VRPSHOW, you get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. That's promo code VRPSHOW make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to Manscape.com today. Howdy do everybody. We're pausing the quick six show topics. To talk uh, a little bit about what went on last night, I will tell you, though, there are only three games in the NHL tonight. Ottawa at Toronto, that is a biggie. Florida at Washington, doubleheader on TNT. Florida at Washington, followed by L.A. Kings at Vegas. But I would think this guy, Jock Wilson, QR Calgary, is in the middle of it. And we will talk a little CFL here. But Jocko, Jonathan Huberto, benched in the third period of a Flames comeback win, 4-2 over Nashville. How much are they talking about it in Calgary? And what's your read on the situation?
3: Well, I think it's kind of funny, Rod, because you're still bitter about getting fired from a $100 a week job. This guy's getting fired from (laughs) a $10.5 million a year job. Well, he's not getting fired because he's not going anywhere. But I'll tell you this. The Calgary Flames played their best hockey of the season in the third period last night. They were disciplined. They were structured. And a big part of it was Jonathan Huberdeau wasn't part of the team. So uh, you can take that for what it's worth.
1: I will. Well, can I just clarify, if you want to give me 10 and a half, I'll sit on the bench all day, every day. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm you do I don't full. have a problem
1: with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, well, where do they go from here, do you
3: think? You know, it's, it's, it's a great question. And ultimately, you're not getting rid of Jonathan Huberdeau. That's a contract that you can't buy it out. You can't trade him. Nobody wants him. And right now, it doesn't look like the Calgary Flames really want him. Now, the players were saying all the right things last night after the game, saying, oh, what a great team player. And he was sitting there on the end of the bench. And, and, and every time we would score a goal or make a good play, he'd be the first guy to be the cheerleader. Hey, you don't need a $10.5 million cheerleader. Uh, bottom line is the Calgary Flames are in this transition period. They're not sure what they are what they're gonna do with their unrestricted free agents at the end of the season. You know, is this a playoff team? Is this a team that can, you know, succeed under Ryan Huskin and a young coaching staff? You know, the, the, the mood on the team is certainly a lot better than it was last year. Everybody talked about the toxic, uh, you know, environment that, that Daryl Sutter, you know, sort of had in that, t- in that dressing room. Hey, it's great, but you gotta win games too. And, and, and this, this team is still a long ways away from being a competitive team, but it's a baby step last night. And, and I think if you're a Flames fan, if you're a Flames coach, if you're a Flames player, you know, you've got this injection of youth with, you know, Connor Zary and Martin Prospisal. You know, so from that perspective, there, there is a little bit of hope. And I think the last couple of games have given this organization and this fan base a little bit of hope.
1: Well, I'll tell you, I'd love to know your thoughts. I respect them on, uh, on everything, but on Ryan Huska specifically. I mean, he's, he is a friend of mine. He came down to Century Downs, was on the show with us, and I thought he explained it very well. He's very reasoned. He's very calm. He was like, hey, I wanted to go with the guys in the third that were getting it done, and he wasn't. No, no, no big deal. You know, this no, wasn't I, going I, to be an and
3: overnight flip jock. Hey, hey, that, that, that's that's the one bullet a coach has, right, Rod? You know, the, the fact is these guys can't be cut. These guys, you know, are guaranteed contracts, not like the Canadian Football League. The one thing you can control as a coach is ice time. And, you know, Ryan Huska did the right thing last night. Jonathan Huberdo was awful, you know, the first couple of periods. Too many giveaways, and he hasn't been good all season long. They've given him every opportunity. they put him on the number one line. They've put him on the number one power play, and he's not producing. So if you're a coach and, and, and you really are committed to, you know, getting everybody to buy in, everybody in that dressing room knows who's playing and who's not playing, at least well. And, and the fact of the matter is that, that that was the right thing for Ryan Husker to do. So I, I, I give him credit because I, I, I'm not sure other coaches would have had the balls to, to bench a $10.5 million player.
1: Oh, there you go. Ding, ding, ding. Um, you have a very difficult job and you have for a long time post-game show. You must be a sucker for punishment. I'm wondering how <laughs> it was after the Stamps. That, those are tough calls to take. I've been there. And what was the reaction after Calgary lost in the West semifinal last week, the
3: Stampeders? Well, as you might expect, because you have been there before, Rod, it was let's fire the coach, let's fire the offensive coordinator, let's fire the <laughs> defensive coordinator, let's get rid of the quarterback. Let's completely press the reset button and blow it up. Now, <laughs> hey, is that going to happen? Obviously not. Uh, this, was, uh, this was a very young team that was riddled with injuries this year. Do they have to make changes? Do they have to, you know, press a little bit of the reset button and, and try to get better in certain areas? You bet they do. And it's going to be a big, tough chore for Dave Dickinson moving forward with this team. And, 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 and I think ultimately when I look at it, You know, I I prioritized it three ways when I was doing my show and my recap. You know, number one, the Stampeders have never been aggressive in the John Huffnagel era on the free agent market. You know, there there may be a day two or a day three player in free agency. This team miscalculated their offensive line this year. You know, when they lost their two starting tackles, Julian Good-Jones first to the Eagles, and then, of course, Julian Good-Jones was plucked off the practice roster yesterday with the Washington Commanders. So great to see he's on the 53-man roster there. And then, of course, the whole Derek Dennis situation. And, and I'm still trying to wrap my head around that one because Derek Dennis was coming off the serious injury. Derek Dennis looked okay in training camp. But for whatever reason, the coaching staff didn't think he was good enough. You know, got beaten out for, by, uh, you know, by Deontay Demery for that job. And the Stampeders never recovered. So they never were able to replace their, their two starting tackles. The interior of the defensive, uh, the offensive line, excuse me, also was a little bit off this year with Sean McEwen and, and Ryan Sevier and, and Bryce Bell and, and, and even Zach Williams to, to the extent. So the offensive line was a huge issue. So, number one is you got to be a day one player on free agency and you got to look at the two best tackles out there and you have to improve that position. And I do think the Stampeders are going to be a day one player when it comes to free agency this year. I don't know what's going to happen with the coaching yeah, well, staff, but there's obviously going to... Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 continue, sorry. Oh, I, I was just saying, I don't know what's going to happen with the coaching staff. This year, there was a change in, in the play calling because, you know, your, your offensive coordinator is also your offensive line coach, and that's Pat Delmonico. And it's tough to do both as an offensive line coach. And, and even Dave Dickinson admitted that you know he couldn't be the true play caller. Mark Mueller was doing some of the play calling, but it was really a, a team effort between Dave, between Mark Mueller, and between Pat Delmonico. So I, I think if you really want to take some of the pressure off Dave Dickinson as the head coach and general manager, maybe you've got to go out and bring in a true offensive coordinator, you know, into the fold, into the mix, and, and I think that will be very interesting to, uh, to see what transpires there. So. Uh, that would maybe be a change that I also make. Hey, they're going to have to make some changes on, on, in their defensive secondary. They had, they had seven or eight players, you know, injured on the defensive secondary, some players that they were really hoping, hoping to count on this year. That didn't really, uh, you know, plan, pan out for them. So that's another area they're going to have to really address in the offseason. So, you know, are they going to blow it up? They got 40 free agents, potential free agents. But ultimately, in the Canadian Football League, there are no car- guaranteed contracts. So you could, have, you could have a whole bunch of free agents if you really don't want to honor any of those contracts and 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 I do think the other thing that you're hearing from fans is you know I I'm not giving up on Jake Mayer I don't think anybody should give up on on Jake Mayer he's 26 years old he's only been in this league for three years Jake Mayer has only been a starter in this league for a season and a half he still threw for over 4,200 yards this year uh, Jake Mayer has upside, and if you look at some, you know, of the of the top quarterbacks in the league right now, look at look at how they got there. Am, am I saying he's a Doug Flutie or a Jeff Garcia or Henry Burris? No, he's not there yet. But you know, look at how Vernon Adams got to where he is today. Look at how Cody Fajardo got to where he is today. You know, look at uh, you know, look at how some of these players had to develop, and they really don't find their mojo until they're twenty eight, twenty 28, 29, 30 years of age. So, I, I do think. What you need to do for the Calgary Stampeders, though, is bring in somebody that can put some pressure on Jake Mayer. You know, get an experienced backup. And uh, because right now they don't, have, they don't have confidence in Tommy Stevens. And they, the two other guys, you know, that are you know, third and fourth on the roster, Logan Bonner and Chris Reynolds, they're just not ready for prime time.
1: Uh, hey, well, I could go longer. We'll have to bring you again soon. Uh, I will say this, though. If you recall, you asked my prediction for what Saskatchewan would do, and I said miss the playoffs. This was going into the year, Jock. I don't know if you remember that. How did they do, Jock? I can't remember. I can't remember.
3: Yeah, well, you know what? I also said the Calgary Stampeders are going to take a step back this year, Rod, but I had no idea they were only going to win six games, for God's sake. So uh, we're, we're both. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm not
1: saying you were wrong. I was opening the door for you to say I was right. Okay, Jock, thank you for the visit. Talk soon. Take care, man. All right, the great Jack Wilson, QR Calgary. We'll be right back with a sports update and audience takeover right after this. We're live on Game Plus Television, which is Channel 924, Optic TV cable across Alberta and B.C., Shaw, Rogers, Channel 230, also WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. it's a pretty uh, quickie here um a brief audience takeover nicholas writes in he's watching on the streaming he says rod squad i'm doing my florida Bedard road trip leaving tonight from los angeles hello tampa hello sunrise excited about bernard's growth nicholas please 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 do me a favor and DM me on whatever your social media platform of choice is, and I'd love to meet you in Sunrise here on Sunday. 1 o'clock, Chicago Blackhawks at the Florida Panthers, 1 p.m. Eastern. DM me. Let's make it happen. I'm taking uh, Scott, a sponsor of the Cats and Bolts podcast, from the Diamond Lab here in downtown Boca to the game. How about this, guys? Serena gets to sit in the press box, and I'm down in the bowl with the commoners. Take it a sponsor Scott from the Diamond Lab to watch But Odd and Crew. I'm excited about that. And Nicholas, you better look me up. Sports update The San Jose Sharks are no longer winless thanks to goals from Anthony DuClair and William Eckleman. At a 38 save performance from Mackenzie Blackwood, the Sharks beat the visiting Philadelphia Flyers 2 1 on Tuesday night. The Sharks are now 1 and 1. Three games tonight in the show, including the Panthers at Washington. It's on national television, TNT. And I'll be watching biz tonight on the NHL on TNT and wondering what Mike Babcock was thinking when he saw biz on Hockey Night in Canada Saturday night. There are 14 games on tonight's NBA schedule, including one in Dallas where the Raptors face the Mavericks. The Raptors, with three wins in seven games, are 10th in the East. How about this? Kansas coach Bill Self has signed a lifetime contract that will pay him $53 million over the first five years. That surpasses Kentucky coach John Calipari for the richest deal ever given to a college basketball coach at a public university. Self will make more than $13 million this season overall from the top-ranked Jayhawks. And from the National Football League, the L.A. Rams are signing quarterback Carson Wentz. Wentz needs to pass a physical before the deal can be announced. Wentz has been out of the NFL this season after starting seven games last year for the Washington Commanders. The Rams need another quarterback behind Matthew Stafford, who missed L.A.'s most recent game with a thumb injury. Sports update is for Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday cotton beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit CommonCrown.ca and for landmark cinemas in the movie theaters now. Five Nights at Freddy's. Can you survive Five Nights? The terrifying horror game phenomenon becomes a blood-chilling cinematic event as producer Blumhouse brings Five Nights at Freddy's to the big screen. The film follows a troubled security guard as he begins working at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. And while spending his first night on the job, he realizes the night shift at Freddy's won't be so easy to make it through. Dun-dun-dun. Five Nights at Freddy's in Landmark cinema's now... Next hour, Andy McNamara with us as we talk some NFL ball. Uh, the Moose will return, and I want to get it going on the text line, 902-518-3033 for Sober Carpenter. Bomber boy in Calgary watching on Game Plus, and he said, I was hoping the Sharks would claim Jack Campbell off waivers and start him against the Oilers in a revenge game. Spicy, right? Spicy. Uh, we'll talk about it all. We got a lot to get to next hour after this brief pause on Game Plus and Key Radio.